Hello, family. This is Eleanor Roden with my sister, Bernadette Harris Brody. Hey, family. Thank you, family and Bernadette, for joining We Are Family Prayer Line. Our mission is to lift up the name of Jesus and encourage our family to do the same. We do this because of God's love. I know I'm not alone in the desire to have my loved ones know Christ in the pardon of their sins, as well as have us all grow our relationship deeper and closer to our Heavenly Father. Jesus said in Matthew 22, verses 37 to 38, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Therefore, family, we must have a made-up mind to follow Jesus because God gave us Christ who paid the price with his death, burial, and resurrection for us to be reconciled to God. So the gospel of Christ shall never be forgotten and shall never lose its power. Let us work together to minister and live a life that shows God's great love. Family, I am so excited to have Bernadette joining us and look forward to our cousin Kirk A. Freeman returning. Family, victory is in Jesus, who gave us power over all the power of the evil one, and nothing shall harm you. Bernadette, what do you think about that? I just praise God for the victory, and my heart goes out to those who are struggling against the um, pandemic and the financial woes and trying to do their best and be their best. And it's not even about the doing. It's resting, entering into God's rest. And that's where you gain that victory. And that's where it says in Romans that God has caused us to be more than conquerors. We just sit back because he's already done it. He's done everything. He won the battle. He defeated Satan. Now, why, if you already know that somebody has the game book, the, every play possible, and can give you the victory, do we still keep trying to do it? I do it by myself. I got to do it on my own. I got to do it my way. Rest in Jesus. And I'm just so grateful that God wrestled me to the ground so I could be still (laughs) and enjoy (laughs) his peace. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, that's a very valid point, um, Bernadette, about resting in Jesus. And that happens once we have Christ and submit then that's when things fall into place, especially when you said you have a roadmap and the roadmap is our Bible. And that's why it's important to read the word for yourself, doing more of during the pandemic, because you wonder what's going on. And all of the answers are in the Bible. When you talk about Jesus giving us the victory about Luke 10, 19 through 20. Can you share that with the family, Bernadette? Praise God. We have the victory. The victory is ours. And the Bible verse says, I've given you all the power over the evil one. 
and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And that is a peace and a rest in itself. And all through the scriptures, it tells us about that peace, that rest, and that victory. Amen. And I looked at the message translation, which said, Jesus said, I know, I saw Satan fall, a bolt of lightning out of the sky. See what I've given you? Safe passage as you walk on snakes and scorpions and protection from every assault of the enemy. No one can put a hand on you all the same. The great triumph is not in your authority over evil, but in God's authority over you and presence with you. Not what you do for God, but what God does for you. That's the agenda for rejoicing. Amen. What he's already done. He's already done it. He's done the battle. He The victory has already been won, and he delights to share that victory with us. Amen. Since we have this victory, I like what Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 to 11. Again, I'm going to utilize the message translation that reads, The focus of my letter wasn't on punishing the offender, but on getting you to take responsibility for the health of the church. So if you forgive him, I forgive him. Don't think I'm carrying around a list of personal grudges. The fact is that I'm joining in with your forgiveness as Christ is with us guiding us. After all, we don't want to unwittingly give Satan an opening for yet more mischief. We're not oblivious to his sly ways. And Bernard, that made me think about how we play a role in the growth of the church, which is the body of Christ. It's a very practical and applicable verse, don't you think? Absolutely. And what resonated with me just now as you read that is how often does Satan play that game? You know how when you were in middle school and someone would tap you on the opposite shoulder of where they were standing to distract you and you'd look the other way and then they come around the other side. And that's (laughs) what Satan does. He tries to distract you and you think it's the person on your right when they just reached around from the left side to tap you on your right. And now you're looking at them like, you touched me here. (laughs) And that's what Satan does. And the way that scripture, you read it, it focused on why it's important to forgive. Because that person isn't the one attacking you and that's not your enemy. We all have the same one enemy. It's not the militia. It's not even white supremacists. It's Satan. God has given us the victory through forgiving the pawns that he used, Satan uses. You love them into Christ. We don't have any enemies. We have one. It's not a human being. It is Satan. 
And we all need to gang up, especially on those who, all those who claim to know the Lord. You, you should know who are his. And it's not God's desire that anyone, not even racist, malicious, and white supremacists, he doesn't even want them lost. He wants all to come to repentance and into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We got to get it right. Amen. Forgive, love, defeat the devil with it. Amen. It makes me think about Romans chapter 16, verses 19 through 20. And this is the NIV translation. Everyone has heard about your obedience. So I rejoice because of you. But I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. And I think that's exactly what you were just saying in terms of take your eye off of what you see. And in the spiritual realm, realize that our job as a believer in Christ is to just to be obedient to that what the word has told us. Uh, when we walk in the Holy Spirit and that we see all of this chaos happening, I think the peace is in God is still in control. As a matter of fact, someone said, 2020 did not come as a surprise to God. <laughs> he knew what was happening, and he is well prepared to take it. The issue is, are we as a believer? Because Paul continued to tell us in the scriptures that we need to stand strong. We need to be steadfast in what God has taught us. Amen. Stick with the plan. Amen. The plan is the word of God, the plan of salvation. Stick with the plan. Don't be tossed to and fro. Don't run. Don't be fearful. Be still and know the salvation of the Lord. Like you said about Noah and his ark, how you would tell your girls. Can you share that with? <laughs> I used to tell them. You are going to be one of the few. How many people were on Noah's Ark? There was a lot of animals and a lot of mess, but there were only eight human beings. And the whole wide world at that time found something better to do than serve the Lord. And I would tell them, you don't want to be one of those. Those of the many, that broad way that leads to destruction. You want to be on that narrow path that you find. However, I even had a revelation that Noah went through the tribulation, but he was insulated and well protected. So then I had to change it. And tell him, no, you don't want to be on the boat with Noah. You want to <laughs> be with Enoch. Enoch didn't taste the tribulation, saw nothing of it. Enoch 
walked with God and God knew him and took him. That's the rapture. To be so close with God, like it says in Ephesians, that we're sealed with the Holy Spirit unto the day of redemption. And then it tells you in Revelation that God is going to remove his spirit from the earth. Well, if you're filled with his spirit, when he pulls his spirit out, you go. That's the rapture. Hallelujah. Stay watching The safest place in hurricane or whirlwind, tornado, is in the eye. Amen. And if you keep your spiritual and physical eye on Jesus, you are well protected in the chaos that swirls around us in 2020. Amen. Victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. And know you are in the safest place. Safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father God, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for your promises. And Lord, we thank you for your word that tells us to be still and know that you are God. And so, Lord, I pray for myself and my family and our loved ones to be still and know that God is God. Yes, things are going on around us and it's very chaotic. But we have peace. But Jesus said, peace I give to you. Not as the world, I give their peace. So Lord, help us to be in your peace. Help us to realize that we are victorious. And let us rejoice in that victory. Let us be mindful, dear Lord, that you are faithful to finish that what you have started. And that as we go through 2020 and as we are uncertain, we know that you do. And we have our trust in you, Lord. And we enter into that trust. And Lord, we pray that as your word says, everyone has heard about your obedience. Let that be our testimony. Let us be obedient to you. And let us rejoice because of you. And help us, Lord, to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. For God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the family that are sick, for the family that have struggles, for the family that is uncertain. Let us all seek Christ. He is the answer. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Thank you, family. So thank you for joining us for Family Prayer. Good night. Good night.